0: Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates our favorite shows to our own lives and the world around us. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful week there has been so much going on in the Bravo universe that I've decided to start incorporating some hot topics of discussion into my chats with guests. So I'm doing a little bit less recapping in the beginning um, about what's going on and a little bit more conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Always looking for feedback. So if you hate it, (laughs) let me know, I guess. All right. Today's guest is so fantastic. Emily Hanks. You guys know her as She Speaks Bravo. She's got a podcast and a YouTube channel, and she actually has a second podcast about her non-Bravo TV watching as well. She's so fun to chat with. We had a great time getting into all of the kind of hot topics, things that are going on in the Bravo universe, and then we talk especially about The Real Housewives of OC, but also New York and Atlanta. I just had such a fun time chatting with her, and I know you guys will love this episode. As always, if you enjoy the podcast, go ahead, give it a five-star rating, and leave a kind review. And if you have any constructive criticism, you can reach me at Mandy Slutzker on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, but I seem to miss those DMs a lot. Also, I wanted to note that next week is a very special in-depth episode. I've been talking for a very long time about wanting to have a discussion with a mental health professional about some of the topics of mental health, you know, Bravo fans, social media, and so that conversation is happening next week. So I, I think you guys will really enjoy it. And you're going to love this week's episode as well. So we're going to take a quick break and then back with Emily. Hi, everyone. I am here with someone that hasn't been on the podcast in about a year, but I love chatting with her. Emily Hanks, you guys know her as at She Speaks Bravo. She also has a podcast and YouTube channel of the same name. Welcome back. How are you doing, Emily? I'm good. I can't believe it's been a year. I know. Isn't that crazy?
1: If you had asked me, I would have said six months at most. (laughs) 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 Like no concept of time.
0: Oh, my gosh. So while we were just getting on Zoom, I was like, you know what? I haven't seen the Salt Lake trailer yet. You're like, watch it. Watch it now. It's wild. I can't keep track of who's mad at each other. That's how I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. So it does, you can't tell who, because this is a show that's all about alliances, because none of them are really friends. Mm-hmm. And so like, who's in an alliance with who is Whitney... Still yeah. mad at Heather? Is that still? Is Meredith thing? still mad at Lisa? Because I yes. heard that
1: they actually had like made up. And then when she's yelling, where she's saying things to Lisa, like, "If you want to come after my husband, I'll go there." I think she's not actually mad at Lisa in
0: that. I feel like she's talking about someone else. Oh, like maybe Angie K's husband, because apparently there's something going on with Angie K and her husband. Yeah, what like I didn't hear any
1: rumors about Angie K. Was there uh, a
0: headline I missed? I don't really pay that much attention to like rumors, especially with Salt Lake, just because I uh, I don't know. It's just I think not- that's good practice. I don't know. I so I miss everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I
1: I, I usually r- would recall there being like a scandal with Angie, but I don't remember there being one. So. Maybe it's just solely on the show, like rumors around Salt Lake City or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, when he said basically we're going to have to tell like whatever the name of their Electra. No, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Is that, is that the dog or is that your child? Yes, yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like who's Electra? What? <laughs> <laughs> these people are insane i was so happy to see mary cosby back she adds such a funny kooky element but i don't really want to see her personal life because it makes me sad so, i don't want to see her personal
1: life at all
0: yeah it's i want to see robert
1: senior one time oh my god
0: it, it's so sad yeah oh but especially since he was accused
1: he's been accused of like sexually assaulting people wait
0: what yes Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> I mean, like
1: everyone knew this. And I just keep getting so confused as to why everyone... I don't everyone know really-
0: most things. So assume I know nothing. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay.
1: Yeah. This was this was last year sometime. It was one of the... Because what was so sad is that this this was what was hard for me with, with, with them bringing on Mary Cosby and then all the stuff that came out about like her church and whatnot. What was so sad was it's really hard when there is a church to speak out against a church. It takes like decades for anyone to be believed. Yeah. And so... People were doing dives on Mary Cosby as the first season of Salt Lake City was coming out. And it was just like allegation after allegation about the abuses between those two. But this was just like, these were like tiny little articles in like Salt Lake City newspapers. But you know how those deep divers do. They like find everything. And I thought it was really sad that Bravo didn't like find this person and see all of the surrounding stuff and go, this might be a better like. Documentary to maybe bring some awareness For these victims Because there were a like a dozen at least
0: But I thought said it was there all
1: was, Are there like actual law Like legal documents No because they, like yeah. that doesn't Typically happen like if you right. think about Any like cult that you think about Like when you get a documentary on a cult Years go by Before, before. anyone believes anyone And they'll ask did you file a, Did you file a, a complaint Lawsuit with the police or, 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 yeah. Nope because no They don't. It's the church. And it's a lot of that like religious shit that also comes into it, which is why the the deep programming of people when they get out of a cult is very vital. Right. It's like it takes a while. So I just I I have a hard time with the Mary Cosby presence. I know that's such a bummer. And everyone hates when I say that. But like, I just thought it was irresponsible of Bravo to be like, we uncovered all this cool shit about this person. Oh, wait, there's victims. Fuck it. Ignore them. I'm like, well, now they're never going to be believed. And there were yeah. these, uh, there were women who were underage who said that Robert Senior had sex with them,
0: and was it's, abusing his power. You just would think that at some point someone would have some sort of lawsuit, you know, something. They don't like, have any money. Uh, yeah, that's also And true. It, it
1: takes. It's only that you know the church has only been getting accused of this for a little bit. So it takes, not joking, like decades. I hat, did sometimes. hear
0: something before the show aired from a friend of mine who doesn't watch the show who said mm-hmm. that her friend was previously in the church. Whoa. Yeah. And, or his family was. And they oh. left and they literally moved to cities to get away. Yeah.
1: So I just, I I think Mary Cosby with pretending nothing else exists, she's very funny to watch. Mm-hmm. I just was like, wait, you guys, because they're producers, right? They go around, they learn about people, they get their backstory. And I was like, so you've heard that there's all this shit around the church with even victims who are not being believed and that are really not going to be believed because now she's going to be super popular on a show. And it's going to be like, oh, they're just... They're, I don't know because when you speak out against a church, it really brings out a hard, like a hard stance for other people who really are religious and don't like it when people speak out against a church. So it's like an uphill battle in every way. Yeah. So That's I just I, crazy. as much as I know, Bravo doesn't have a lot of morals. I was like, this was a little excessive, guys. I thought they
0: were accused of like taking money from. Mm-hmm you know, the church, but not... I'd never heard any, like, sexual abuse allegations or anything. What's tough is without any sort of legal documents, it's a rumor, right? Or without a proper investigation by a journalist, like, it was the Salt Lake Tribune had, like, a big in-depth thing where they went and they fact-checked. But without that, there's nothing for Bravo or NBC Universal to go back on. So they would mm-hmm. find something with, like, everyone, there's rumors. And rumors mm. aren't, I don't think, like they don't hold up in court as as an mm-hmm. issue so it's like uh, but mm-hmm. that's wild um yeah i don't know i i feel like salt lake kind of makes me sad because oh yeah, my <laughs> favorite thing about housewives is their genuine relationships and watching really authentic stories and nothing feels authentic anymore on salt lake
1: 100% agree.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm God. not sure how much I'm looking forward to it. I really like Whitney Rose as a person, as like a character. Really She's enjoy a really her. funny I character. I find Lisa
1: hilarious. Yes. These are the right takes. I'm liking this. Yes, um, I agree.
0: And I find it interesting that they're going after Lisa's son for going on a mission mm-hmm. and saying that's problematic when like they're, them and their families have probably done way worse hmm And missions are complicated, right? Like, it's... I actually don't really know what missions are exactly. So, I know it's at least a year or two of service elsewhere. And you're often doing things in a community that, you know, needs help. Mm-hmm. Um Not always. Sometimes you get sent somewhere, like, super fancy. And your goal is to convert people. And... Oh. Yeah. But that's, I don't think, any different than, you know, evangelical missions or you know, any other... I mean, tons of mission work happens in sub-Saharan Africa from churches in the U.S. Most of those people have already been converted to Christianity in their families for decades. So, you know, they're just doing work because they think it's the right thing to do. But there's mm-hmm. always this element of proselytization. I don't know if I'm saying it right. look at
1: that. But, um, you just busted out a <laughs> big-ass word.
0: <laughs> um, but I'm part of a religion that doesn't believe in proselytizing and you actually can't join our religion easily, I'm Jewish. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, and we're a group that people constantly try to like get to convert. So it is, I understand there's a lot of that going on. And the church in general, like if he's spreading the message of the church, the church has some problematic stuff, but like every religious group has some sort of every everything is problematic, right? Like <laughs> I mean I am interested to see how Lisa handles because
1: she's gotten away pretty easy with staying Mormon throughout all of the heather journey, Whitney journey and stuff and she just kind of gets to like skirt like, skirt by that, like, we're not going to talk about how I'm still Mormon, and there are a lot of problematic things. So I kind of am interested to see how she navigates this, because it's, it's like, when you are profiting and benefiting off of a community that's primarily gays and girls, I just... You know, the Mormon stance
0: on homosexuality is pretty problematic. So, every stance on homosexuality, I feel like, is a
1: problem nowadays. And it's not even this country anymore. Like, it's just scary. Like, Italy, oh, I'm like, what has happened, you guys? What is the
0: gay panic about? It's been a, I mean, it's always been there. But it's I think like, it's gotten, I think Trump made it okay. I don't know why. I just put it I don't even think year. Trump is anti gay. It's just the people that voted mm-hmm. for him. And so, um, no, yeah, it's, true. it's a mess. It's just, I think there's a lot of people like looking back and being like, oh, life was so much simpler back in whatever because everyone like makes has nostalgia about the past and then, I don't know. I don't know. People like to blame. It's really easy to scapegoat a minority group. Right? It is. You're right. Yes. (laughs) It is. Um, Okay. Wanted to talk about some other Bravo hot topics before we get into the shows. Um, (laughs) This one I find really like Interesting. Um, So Carol Radswell was on Heather McDonald's podcast this week and said that the the picture of Tom kissing another woman that Bethany showed to Luann that picture was taken by Michael Cohn, Trump's former attorney. Wait, I missed that. Mm Mm-hmm. Honey. Okay, so let me tell you why this doesn't shock me. And I feel like I'm the only one that wasn't shocked. Wait a minute. Wait,
1: as in like that's her friend?
0: Bethany's friend? Dennis, Bethany's late fiance boyfriend, was best childhood friends with Michael Cohn and remained best friends until he died. Oh. Michael Cohen. And the reason I found this out is because <laughs> in articles about Dennis's death, Michael Cohn was like one of the first people there after the death, I think. And I remember this because I live in D.C., follow politics, work in politics-ish. Yeah, totally. Like, this is my world. So this is the piece of, like, nugget of information that I remembered. And I remember saying, I think the reason Michael Cohen flipped... Was because Dennis died and it made him reevaluate everything because Dennis is never going to get to spend time with his kids, never going to see his kids grow up. And Michael Cohen has kids the same age. And if he were to go to jail for a really long time or prison, then he would be taken away from his family. So he flipped to get a reduced sentence. And this was within weeks of Dennis's death that he flipped. Wow.
1: So that's all been my all roads really lead, back lead to, to Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. So that's I don't think you're <laughs> incorrect because it wasn't weird like when he did flip it was like he's doing what? Like since like well, that is a abrupt change. It was so very abrupt. Something had to have woken him uh, woken him up. So that's about you you're onto something.
0: I've been saying that this is my personal conspiracy <laughs> theory.
1: Listen, when it comes when someone tells me a conspiracy theory I believe it all like immediately. I'm so <laughs> gullible that I'm like, I love it. It's happened. It's the facts. So like, that I, I'm like I'm convinced. I never believe them.
0: I'm always like oh, I always sure. do. I'm so, like I'm so gone. You know. So but this one I just felt like had enough and this was mine. I came up with it like I'm like, I think there's something <laughs> related. Like, it's not that he's like, this, this, is, one's mine. this isn't <laughs> written anywhere. But if you go back, like, to all those years back on my podcast, I did talk about it. I was like, this is crazy Ooh. that Michael Cohn was best friends with Dennis. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that I did that is bring, crazy. Up, bring up. Um, and that he's the one who took the picture. mean, <laughs> Right? So the fact that Michael Cohen what? was, like, so intricately involved in the That's Real so Housewives saying. of New York plot, and this was in 2016. That is The wild. year Trump was elected. <laughs> what? No wonder
1: Bethany wonder was annoyed Bethany with Carol. Tell- <laughs> no wonder Bethany also couldn't say. She's like, I will never say who took it. Like, she was so, like, I will never say. Oh, my God.
0: My mind is blown. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So something else that I did say on The Reality Is Podcast this week is that the situation between Bethany and Dennis, I believe for me when I'm thinking about these potential lawsuits against Bravo and NBC Universal, especially yeah. related to mental health, is is there a limit on how much support or how like is Bravo or NBC Universal Production responsible for the outcomes of someone's mental health issues? And a great example, I think, is like with addiction, you can't really control, you don't always know. People are great at hiding it. Imagine if Carl Radke or someone else who was like admitted to abusing substances, OD'd, had some sort of major problem, like he got sober on the show he they supported him to get sober mm-hmm. on the show when he was using like did they intervene is it their responsibility mm-hmm. to intervene would intervening even work and bethany was dating very seriously dennis who had an opioid addiction and yeah. he died from an opioid overdose and to think that like oh if if someone was on a show could that be prevented like there i think there is limits to what yeah. Can be done when people, no, I agree. you know, addiction is such a complicated and serious mm-hmm. disease. And so mm-hmm. are many of the other mental health issues that, you know, Bravo stars and everyday citizens have. So I don't, I'm very interested to hear what might actually show up in a lawsuit and what responsibility production would have. Because mm-hmm. I know they have psychologists you know, on staff. Right. Don't they do that? They do. And, um, I believe the first thing that Alex Baskin did in Scandaval was offer psychological support to Ariana and to everyone else that was involved in the whole thing, because That's, yeah. it's a huge, it was a groundbreaking sort of story in the media. Mm-hmm. And it was also like their person, her personal life fell apart at the same time. Yep. So, I don't know. I I sometimes feel like is it really their responsibility or are they just filming the way things are? And w- how, like when are they supposed to step when in?
1: When are they supposed to intervene? I yes. I completely agree. Um it's why it's so much easier in black and white scripted terms because they're yeah. there for a job and the job is acting as opposed to they're there to like they were cast cuz they're a little wild, a little yeah. crazy, a little off. So where did they go? This is different. This is too far. You know what I mean? So yeah, like the stuff about the the, that one line in that in that letter was that stood out to me the most, like one of the biggest points was the they try to manufacture, make you look crazy by feeding you alcohol, uh, but not giving you food and sleep. And I was like, that's not that's not accurate.
0: OK, that's not accurate. That's what they do on The Bachelor. OK, see, that's, and also I want to remind a lot of people it, that. They came to a Mm two-drink maximum Mm -hmm. on The Bachelor Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. a sexual assault Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. But they don't give you that much to eat. They deprive you of sleep. So if you watch The Bachelor interviews when people are leaving the mansion or being sent home, it's always like dawn. Because they've been up all night. And at 6 a.m., that's when they can get you to cry. Mm. So I th- these are tactics that are used on people that aren't normally on reality TV. And the difference mm-hmm. between Bravo and these shows is that there's recurring casts. So people exactly. come back year after year. They know exactly. what to
1: expect. And it's similar to Love Island, because Love Island's had all kinds of issues, because it's just so psychologically insane. They don't ever get to know, like, at at least this was before. They don't know what time it is. I don't know if that is still what they do, but it's so regulated, right? Like, they have to... Wake up at this time, go to bed at this time, get dressed and do the nighttime thing. So there were a lot of psychological problems happening on the cast that they had to adjust. Also limited drinking because they're like the first couple of seasons, they were just everyone was blackout drunk the whole time. And obviously shit goes down. So there have been changes that have been made. But when it comes to Bravo, I feel like they do take pretty decent care of their people, like you said, they're recurring. They know they've known them for years. But the alcohol thing, I'm like, did Brandy Glanville write that part herself? Because it's so like, it's like everyone on the cast is given the same stuff. It's not like they're targeting one person. Like, we're gonna make Brandy look crazy by only giving her alcohol and not letting her sleep and eat. Everyone else was in the same boat. Your personal issue with consum- consuming alcohol excessively is your own issue.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. You, I they You can't put that on them. And you can also prove this by the number of sober people that are exactly. on the show. Or people who just don't drink. So like Margaret Josephs has never that's, had a drink on the show. That's exactly it. She still acts nuts, right? There's like, yeah. you know, a lot to, <laughs> you know, watch with her. And so you yeah. don't... And then when people have become sober, like Lala and Carl... have encouraged that no one's in this season on the OC Gina is not drinking and she hasn't been drinking she hasn't had a drink in a year and a half so I I I don't buy that. I think it's a lot of um, people who have problems with Bravo now that they're not That's on exactly Bravo. what it feels like. And I do think that there are some protections, like and some reg- regularities that need to happen, especially mm-hmm. in light of what happened on Below Deck Down Under this week. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm that is different that's like unsafe workplace conditions and i guess that's what they're alleging but you have to then have a lot to back it up what it, makes a workplace unsafe because if when you film in california that's a state with like some of the most regulations out of any tell estate, me about it right mm-hmm. so it's yeah. not as easy to do some of that stuff yeah so i a, that point in particular
1: i was like okay it just feels like a lot of ex bravo people who are wild and are trying to add to it, but I don't like
0: Bethany being the leader of it by any That's means. That's my issue. If it was it's somebody else, it would seem like it was being done in good faith, but it doesn't, right? It, it doesn't feels like feel she's like she's like just been trying done in to stick faith. it to Bravo and Andy. Yeah, and I, if if she really cared about people's well being, she wouldn't behave the way she's behaved.
1: And didn't she have like some shitty contract for yes. her
0: own? Reality yes, show, people like what was her bunny Barbie said, or
1: whatever? Was like I couldn't do one thing outside of
0: the show because I signed this. Con- so shut up, Bethany. Right. Ugh. I know. I'm rich. so. I'm so mad about
1: it. <laughs> I want to hear
0: legitimate criticism, not this like generalizations. That's the problem. And you have to have an actual lawsuit. I think she's doing this to get press and to get more people mm-hmm. invested. I. I mean, I think that. When she says that some of the Vanderpump Rules cast talked to her like Stasi, they actually have more of a case because they were fired mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. behavior that other people had similar behavior and didn't lose their jobs, right? Totally. Like Ramona, that kind of thing. So totally, that is more of a case. It's like not being applied universally, and maybe they have fully agree, there. but fully um, agree. Not that I want Stassi to sue Bravo. Not that I think she wants to. Um, mm-hmm. But you know all of that. Um, okay. One other thing was um, Kyle was in Morgan Wade's music video for "Fall in Love with Me." Question for you: Did anyone know who Morgan Wade was prior no. to any of this? No. She was not no idea. like an up and coming. She's not like a Kelsey Ballerini. She's not like a big big name in country but
1: something that i found fascinating because i watched it with a group of friends
0: last night which was
1: so much fun we were all like screaming because it was just like so it was just a lot and we're like i bet this was just for her to get more views on this video and then we were ready to troll her and be like see she doesn't most of her videos have like three million six million views so she's somewhat established if anything the kyle thing might ruin her but yeah like Okay, I was so shocked by that. she
0: is more established. Yeah, I was shocked by that. Okay, so maybe like, it's just okay, that I'm it's not It's just her. us. We hadn't been exposed to her. We hadn't been it. exposed to her. I do mm-hmm. like country, though. So I feel, and I listen oh. to country radio sometimes, and I haven't heard her on it, but maybe... And is it me, or was that song not country? It um, felt like pop. So there's a, there's a fine line uh, these mm-hmm. days between country and pop. I'm a big Kelsey Ballerini fan, and she... She dances that line and, mm. you know, Taylor Swift crossed that line. Was she country? hmm Really? Yeah, how fully. Did not, how did I not know that? Wow. Started out in Nashville, played the banjo. Oh, my God.
1: Clearly I'm onto Swifties, so that's why I didn't know that. But that's cool. She yeah. totally crossed over to superstardom. So
0: do you think Kyle is trolling us or do you think that there's – like, what well, do you think is going she,
1: on? She literally is trolling us. She claims to be literally trolling us because we like she's speaking out against the online chatter. I get it that they wanted to take control of the narrative. But I was this is that was a lot more than I bargained for. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought maybe they were just going to have some cute like, oh, we're in love. But that they were feeding each other food. It. If there was supposed to be a, it felt a bit like a parody. And I think maybe that's what the intention was to make it feel like a parody because it was all kind of done in dream sequence. It, to me, it felt like it was an excuse to dress up Kyle and make her look super hot and like act out a fantasy. If you guys really aren't, it was a lot, like it was a lot for me to take in. It feels like this was a soft launch to see how people handled it.
0: I totally took it differently. I was like, once okay, I go saw ahead. that video, I was like, oh, they're not together. Mm. <laughs> like, there's no chemistry here. It's awkward. Mauricio is commenting like, hot, hot, hot. You know, fire emojis and like laughing about it. So I'm like, maybe there's this. I don't I, know.
1: I still kind of feel like they're trying to keep a good front up.
0: We we should so, only like, time will tell. Themselves.
1: Yeah, I mean it. I hope it's not just like a a publicity stunt to make us watch this season.
0: I mean, I was going to watch anyway. I'm going to watch this season anyway because I heard, and I don't know who went and said this. I think it was Erica Jane that did an interview and said that Sutton is coming for everyone. And I want to see Sutton come for everyone. Because she deserves to.
1: Yeah, everyone she got, everyone's come she got for her. fucking ruined last season. <laughs> every single
0: person, it was like Sutton could not do right. Like so. every season, they go for yeah. her so hard, and yeah, she says something <laughs> weird. I think, and I don't
1: mean this as an insult, because like my dad's on the spectrum. Like, I think Sutton's a little on the spectrum. Okay, social yeah, maybe the, because that's why I look at some of the stuff she says is more like an innocent mistake, because like my dad is i mean it's he's very light on the spectrum but like or low on the spectrum but like he'll just say things sometimes i'm like what but then i have to remind myself like his brain works different because sometimes Mm -hmm. when sutton says something they get offended i'm like i
0: really don't think she meant that as maliciously as you think she did guys and even if you're on the spectrum or not like people say things all the time that don't land right and they're often not malicious. And I think there's a huge difference between malicious, being like malicious intent and like benign intent, you know?
1: Like when she, unfortunately, the gunpoint line was pretty bad. That was I terrible. That but one. she that realized was a that was one, bad. One. But and she realized She said she was sorry.
0: Yeah. Now, let's dive into this week's Real Housewives of New York. Because Ooh. speaking of things that don't land well, everything that comes out of Jessel's mouth. <laughs> and her husband tells her in the episode like uh-huh. your tone do <laughs> I you <love> think it. <laughs> she has malicious intent or do you no. think okay she just i i, I is equally rude. think
1: that she's um yeah it's like it's it's definitely an accident and that's kind of why i think she's so fascinating because i'm like i think she really is living In this like totally different reality. Like, I know everyone sees life through their own lens, but like Jessel's is special. (laughs) Jessel, like, really (laughs) is fully convinced, even though everyone is telling her she's not correct. Like, this is wrong. She's like, well, I mean, like, I don't know. It's so ridiculous. And it is offensive, and I probably would be offended as well. But like, like when she when she walked in and asked Aaron how the memorial or how was today, or like acting like it was a party, it was so. Like, I hope it went well. Oh, okay. And then she goes, "That's unfortunate." (laughs) Like, that's (laughs) not what you say about someone dying. So she's. I don't think it's malicious. I genuinely, which is not great either. Like that's also not good because there's almost like no hope then. Like it's never going to stop.
0: It's. So funny though to me because she's been in social situations her whole life, and yet right? she seems to be making the same types of mistakes and not learning that people react negatively to certain types of. Is she in PR? I have no idea what her job is.
1: Right? Because someone said someone DM me like, and she's in PR, and I was like, I thought I don't that was Bryn. remember that. I actually don't even know. Did Bryn tell us what she did?
0: I feel like I wow, read I it on the that. bios online. Oh, 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 okay. That's where I, I learn most about them. Now, um, Bryn really opens up a lot this yes. episode. And it was, I, it definitely softened her to, I think, the viewers. I mean.
1: Oh, my God. She is in public relations. I'm sorry. I had to look it up. <laughs> Jessica James had an impressive fashion and public relations career working for Condé Nast International, Stella McCartney, Selena, Victoria Beckham, according to her website. She also led the strategic direction and partnered with brands like KKW Beauty, Kylie Cosmetics, and Nordstrom. I'm just fascinated. I'm So I'm it's like, PR, you
0: have to know how people will take things, <laughs> Operate, take right? things. It's like, yes. And so that's a, just a really interesting thing that in her personal life, she seems to constantly <laughs> rub everyone the wrong way.
1: Like, don't get me wrong. I didn't like that lingerie thing either as much as I liked maybe another one, but she just had no awareness and she just kept saying mm-hmm. over and over why it was it was it's hideous i'm like she's right there so yes i would i'm interested i
0: would love to see her like in a meeting like in a work meeting oh god i bet she'd be insufferable she was insufferable in yeah. the conversation with her husband about where they should send their 2-year-olds she's like the
1: the tour was very elevated they had a charcuterie board and wine <laughs>
0: She's like, yes, but that's for the adults. He's
1: like, that's not for the kids. <laughs> and it's like
0: she wants to know. She thinks that putting them in private school will like help uh-huh. them more. Guarantee it. Yeah, but it's it's like, don't you want them to interact with kids that are different from them and like learn about people? What's, it's in New York whatever, City.
1: Yeah, her her. Well, she goes. He would send them to public school. Like it was the worst. Possible thing. There's
0: so he could many want. good public schools in New York <laughs> City too. It's not like you're living in a state that or an area that doesn't fund education. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. But anyway, sorry. Back to Bryn. Yes, yes. Bryn. Oh my god. The scene with her and her hairdresser was I, I loved it. So wonderful and felt yes. so natural of a way for her to share her experience. But then at the Bryn's giving, I felt like they were poking a little bit about just mm. kind of hear a bit more about her background, which she should share. She's on a reality show. But it's really tough, I think, to learn and know, growing up that, you know, your parents abandoned you, they neglected you, and they didn't take care of you. It's a heavy, heavy load to have because you
1: have it your whole She's had it her whole life that just that trauma, that knowledge that her parents didn't want her, and she just had to do the best she could. When I went to the Roni premiere, she brought her nieces with her. And so when she said, when Jenna Lyons asked her, like, so when you ha- when you like start dating someone, who do you introduce them to, like in your family? And like a like a no parent, she said, no, either my brother or my nieces. So like she the peop- the family that she does have, she clearly cherishes so so much. I love that she's willing to live in such truth and be vulnerable about this experience and not be like hardened and like I don't care I don't need family but she just she admits that like no I actually always wanted that I always always did and I have a soft spot in my heart about it I like that about
0: her journey well oh, that's so interesting so there must be an issue with her sister because if she's good with her grandma and if she's good with her brother then it's her sister that's the problem and they're probably all together on thanksgiving because why wouldn't she see if she's going to introduce them to guys she's dating mm-hmm, why wouldn't she be with them at thanksgiving good point so that's good my point. theory but i always kind of when she was like they're assholes i have family that are assholes mm-hmm. well, who's an asshole and then she also said that line too she's like that was when my dad was doing all that bad stuff yes she didn't say what I it was, was. Like, did you catch that her mom was a teenager and her dad was quote unquote older?
1: Ooh, that's okay. That's kind of what I was, I, when she said the bad stuff, I was like, I'm assuming that means what I think it means. I don't
0: know. I mean, it could mean dealing drugs. It could mean dealing drugs. Yeah, exactly. It could mean sexual assault. It could Mm -hmm. mean all kinds of stuff, but um, you know, it depends on, I guess, what jurisdiction you live in and the age difference, but what's the difference between quote unquote older and a teenager you're talking about someone right. that's like 30 and someone that's 15 because right. that's rape. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And has three whole kids that they just. With the same. Ignored. that's interesting that they were together the whole right? time. Right? Yeah.
1: That also shocked me it that could they all have had been, the same mom
0: and dad. It could have been that like they got into stuff and it got worse and she was the youngest because she said she was six months when they removed her mm-hmm. from the home. Mm hmm. So it could have been that like it started off with an intention to be together and make things work. And then maybe Oof. they got addicted to something or whatever. So yeah, that's hard. It's really, really that's hard,
1: really hard, really hard. I was, cause she was starting to kind of get on my nerves with that baby voice that she does. And she like, that was starting to kind of bug me. But then when she opened up, I was like, Oh, now I get it. Now I get that. It's probably a bit of a defense mechanism and a bit of a, a shield. So it was like, a, it was a great episode for Brynn.
0: It was. How are you feeling about the new cast? Do you have any favorites? I love them.
1: Okay. Well, Jenna Lyons, I think is an obvious pick just because I do appreciate Jenna Lyons. This is, I'm, and I'm intending to throw this much shade. She's who Carol Radzowell wishes. She had been. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Because she is truly effortlessly just herself and, and, Awkward but like doesn't she's not Trying to be cool she's just Jenna Lyons you know so I like Jenna Lyons a lot Um, I I'm not gonna lie I like Jessel for her ridiculousness I'm like excited to hear her say The next offense uh, Potentially offensive silly thing um, And And bother everyone And then I gotta go It's hard for me to pick because I like I seriously love Uba so 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 much that I can't decide who gets the higher ranking. Is it Uba or Brynn? They're pretty tied right there. So it goes Jenna Lyons, Jessel, and then Uba and, and Brynn. I Can like you- Cy. I do like Cy. Um, she's just not – I haven't seen enough from her other than kind of like bitching, which I don't mind. Just a little bitching because I would have bitched and, bitched and complained about there being no food too. I need to eat a lot when I'm I'd out. I'd be I more upset panicking.
0: about – being cold. Like cold, sleeping with no heat. They were cold.
1: They were cold <laughs> and they were hungry. Like horrible. Horrible.
0: is amazing though for them to act like that's not I an agree. appropriate. Only like, si did That's a when I si went breakfast.
1: When I si went Oh, so you didn't put any sauce on this? It's like, all right, she can hear. It. Aaron can tell what you're trying to get at.
0: All right. Um, who's your favorite? Um I like Aaron. Mmm. Okay. Karen cheap, as problematic as she is. Yeah, potentially. I, potentially, who knows, you know. But yeah. she, uh, something about her mannerisms are like mm-hmm. utterly watchable for me. Okay. And I don't know what it is. It's like how she talks. It's like her tone of voice. It's when she's taking those sticky things off her ceiling and like joking about it. Like she's just, I don't know. She's I, your I, girl. I enjoy watching her. Uh-huh. And I'm very much enjoy Jenna. I like them all, honestly. Yeah. I don't dis I don't I don't dislike, dislike anyone. I any think of Jessel them. is annoying but necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so funny to watch her continuously misstep. And I'm interested and, to see the follow-up. And
1: like not even like she'll misstep and just dis- and they're telling her you've misstepped and she's like, Okay, but like everyone was complaining. Like, no no never mind. Jessel, <laughs> never mind. I can only imagine the trouble you're about to get in this season.
0: Oh my god. It's it's been so good. I hope people are really watching it. I love it. I really
1: do like. I thought they did. It's such a it was such a huge undertaking to reboot Roni, and I thought they did an amazing job. Like the slight tweaks to the intro and the way they hold the apple. It was just really cool and awesome. I think they've nailed it.
0: I want to see more of their apartments because Me too. They have incredible Like, to see Jessel playing with her kids on the floor, if you have space on the floor, enough for kids to have, like, a bunch of toys, you know, like, all over, you have money. Like, real serious money. New York is so hard Mm -hmm. to find decent living space. You can Mm -hmm. make... So much, like you can make like over $300,000 and still have like a 650 square foot apartment. No, New York is crazy. It's insane.
1: Yeah, New York is crazy like that. But I agree. There are all their apartments,
0: like Uba's apartment looked amazing. Like all of their places looked chic as hell. I love it. Cy having one of those brownstones, that is the number one. That's better than every single, like that, those brownstones are worth a minimum, I think, of $8 million. Oh, shit. They're, especially where I think she lives, they can be 10, 12, 14, 16. Like, yeah. Cobble, like, if, if they're in like the Cobble Hill, Borum Hill neighborhood of Brooklyn, where a lot of those brownstones are, that's like near the water. It's only like a stop or two away from lower Manhattan. It is such a nice area to live. It is such a great area to have a family. There's so many parks, it's beautiful. Those houses are gorgeous, wow. gorgeous. I, yeah,
1: they and I. Her place was awesome. Like the outdoor space, and it looked like it's even like two. St- oh, fab,
0: fab. I agree. They all are fabulous, and they're Gosh, all gorgeous. They are. They are really. They're very beautiful. It's a very beautiful cast, and it's a very like watchable
1: cast. Totally, totally agree. I don't need. I think we've gotten so desensitized to having like people get arrested or huge, scary (laughs) lawsuits and stuff. So people calling the season boring, I'm like, unfortunately, we've that's that's the bummer with having like an on camera arrest on Salt Lake City. And now it's like the drug we need from this is like bigger and like the dose is bigger. But I think it's perfectly enjoyable housewives interacting, the petty conversations, the petty fights they get in. It's lovely. I look forward to
0: every episode. Me too. And the genuine connections I feel like they're making. Totally. I don't think they came in all as friends. Exactly. But they seem to be friends now.
1: Agreed. Agreed. They all like they wanted to gel and Ca- I think casting did a terrific job. Very much. Casting so. did like they 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 actually took all the headshots and laid it out and went, "Okay, this could work." And I feel like sometimes they don't do that, like on the Orange County when Heather Dubrow came back last season. That was the most mismatched cast. It's like they didn't go, Noella may not work with anyone else. You know what I mean? Like it was just like they just kind of put some people like and then Dr. Jen, I'm like, what's she doing there? Oh my god. They put it together, and it's so, so good.
0: Well, speaking of, you know, Real Housewives of Orange County, I feel like they got the cast right this season. Yes, they did. People are complaining about Gina. Gina is necessary to make this thing work. I don't know if she'll stay next season, but she is like the necessary sort of annoying presence. You know what I mean? It's
1: like she's I I think think you were gonna say that.
0: (laughs) She's annoying as hell when she tries to make herself a victim because Shannon dressed as her during a period in her life where she didn't look as good. Like, come on. You you go after everyone except for your ex-husband. I I know. I have a very hard time with how I think it's been trigger
1: it's been triggering for at least for a couple of my listeners how she's just she just like skirts over what happened the domestic like she'll 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 reference it the domestic violence but it's like now he's all good i just have so many follow-up questions about it i'm like so that's never happened before ever i think at that reunion she said i I think i want to say andy asked her had anything like that happened
0: before and i swear she said yes I don't remember. I think it never escalated to that point. I do have a feeling that the two of them would drink heavily and maybe use substances together. And that oh. is, can be a recipe in a, mm. that kind of a relationship for it to get violent, I okay. think. That's, okay. I've heard things. And oh. it's not a shock to me that she is now not drinking. Oh. So she's been sober for 18 months. She came out yeah. in People magazine before. Um, you know, she doesn't consider herself an alcoholic, but she says post divorce, post domestic violence, that was sort of a coping thing that she was doing. Mm-hmm. I I just have a feeling that there was a lot going on the night that her and her ex that he dragged her, hit her, all of that. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I, I just guess feel like that does make sense. Most
0: domestic violence takes like a lot of it takes place when one at least one party At least one, yeah. Usually the violent party mm-hmm. um has been drinking or using yeah.
1: Maybe and I, I that actually really tracks too because then it makes sense why she's a, almost like more like ashamed of it on her end.
0: I don't know. Bit. I mean, she did she was like so strong in – coming out and like getting him convicted of a felony and making a statement like so few victims of domestic violence actually follow through with that. So few do because it's so much easier just to like have it all go away. You don't want to have to relive anything. Um, But I she wanted her kids to know that, that actions have consequences. Well, now that he's dealing with the consequences and she has to deal with it because he doesn't make money anymore. Like, they, mm-hmm. now she's trying to kind of backtrack, and mm-hmm. that's her decision to make,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but I find it very ironic and annoying that she's going after Jen with two N's for her behavior, when <laughs> she has behavior that other people, that might trigger other people. She's like, oh, Jen, you're so triggering because you cheated on your spouse and that's are with ironic, guy. Isn't it? and then Gina, it's like, hey, your behavior with your ex can be triggering to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, we all just need to get over being triggered and not blame other people's behavior for our own stuff.
1: It was a very it, it felt like such a reach on that one. And also really crazy that she said that the cheating was what affected me more than the domestic violence. Like it's just been her language around it now. is just interesting. But she did. She came around for me this episode. I, I I agree with what you're saying. She did become necessary this episode. Yeah, somehow. I like. I agree with you when she was willing to go for Shannon and but not in like a mean way, but just be like, we just care about you. It triggers like she triggers Shannon, too. It was like Heather said something. Tamara said something. Emily said something. And Gina went, we're just concerned. And Shannon goes, Gina. Just like (laughs) hear it. (laughs) It's like everyone else said something too. Oh my
0: gosh! What did you think of the revelations that came out about Shannon and John?
1: So, okay, (laughs) I gotta like get my thoughts together. The scary thing about talking about this relationship is we we don't know everything but not like in the way Shannon's saying we don't know everything is in like it's really great it's like no it's probably way worse because i don't know the scene that we saw them do like when they're both like in his house and his like boathouse cooking and it was like so tense and uncomfortable and awkward it's like you can't kind of like Shannon, you can't make us watch scenes like this, but then also have the entire cast be aware of huge fights that you've gotten into. I think she's also a bit desensitized to fighting really bad because she clearly fought with David really bad. Like we never will never forget when Vicky claimed that David was abusive, and she then told the story like, "That's not what happened. We went out, we got drunk. I had too much to drink, and he locked himself in the in the bedroom, and I like kept trying to bang the
0: door down. Exactly. That's an extreme. Like I said, bite. when partners who are volatile, and you add in substances, it's not a good outcome. And the police were called. The police were called. So
1: she's clearly pretty accustomed to quite toxic arguing yes. because if she – like, we've, we've had fights with boyfriends, of course, and we've called our friends about it. But if you're – all of your friends that you've talked to about your relationship are sitting you down and being like, no, no, we're concerned. You never let us talk about it, but we're concerned. I've never had that happen. I kind of – maybe it's possible. I wish my friends maybe had done that. But – um <laughs> Like, I've never had that. I can't imagine having all of these people telling me, like, that care. Like, I just care about you. I'm just genuinely worried. And being like, "We have a great relationship. We have arguments that paralyze me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have, have never say, been happier in my never life <laughs> been
1: happier. I'm like, I'm scared, Shannon. And she was so afraid to tell John that he was that like the people were 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 assuming things about them. I'm like, you're on a reality show. How does how is he so private if he's on this reality
0: show filming scenes with you? Thank you. He is not. She is worried about losing him yeah she's worried about losing him and so she doesn't want these things to get out but she keeps seems to, to forget that she's told them to people and, and that's, wait wait hold
1: on when you said when emily goes you told me things she's like i've never told you anything she goes like, when we went to javier's there's. and shannon <laughs> like gets like still and side eyes the camera and she's like I don't remember what you're talking about. (laughs) Like, yes, you do. You fully just now, the blackout you were in just came back to you and you're like, oh my God, what did I say? Yes, bitch, she's heard some
0: stuff. And there's an element of this, I think of Emily and Gina saying that they're showing everything going on in their relationships and it's not always pretty and people judge and say very terrible things about their Marriages, their relationships, all of it. And Shannon is trying to just not air anything that's happening. And she's getting paid more for it. Mm.
1: And and John's filming scenes. That's the part that makes me mad. If John wasn't on camera, fine. Fine, a little different. But you're going to put him in my face and make me watch scenes with you guys where we're supposed to just go off this public persona you're creating. And that's where... We're getting in a dicey territory, Shannon. Okay, I did. I do appreciate a Shannon freak out in a costume. I really appreciated it. it. It was great, especially like that wig with the extension. Like it was so it's unhinged, so it was funny, fantastic. Um, but I wouldn't say Gina has really a leg to stand on when it comes to this because that bitch lied to us for years.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, so I don't think. But Emily, yeah. Shane, was Shane has been like one of the most hated husbands and it's now like come back around. So, yeah, Emily really does show it all of her relationship, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, so, Shannon, I also think it was crazy that Shannon had the gall to then go and express concern about Gina's relationship with Travis. I'm like, you're trying you're then mad that your friends did the same thing about your relationship. Right, But then when Gina's like, you're right. the one poking around in mine, she's like, I was concerned. I'm like, do you not hear yourself? That's literally what they're saying. They're <laughs> saying
0: they're concerned. That's literally what they're saying. She so- doesn't see it that way. She sees it. And to, to blame Heather is so outrageous. Oh my god! when she watches this back, she realizes <laughs> that Heather never said anything on camera. And the issue was it's brought Tamra. up on camera by Tamara. And Tamara gets away with everything, then gets to go and confront her, you know, console her friend uh-huh. she's the one who like lights the match and then shows up with like the fire hose to put it out and is the hero Mira.
1: That's actually exactly what she did. No, you're not like that. No, nothing I was a more clear example of exactly <laughs> that than this episode. <laughs> she goes, she tells Shannon, well, do you trust Heather? I don't know. She said some stuff. Now it's on camera. Shannon freaks out. Now it's all I can think about is what the fuck did John Jansen do? It's like unfortunate, but like, it's all I think about. Because Tamara brought it up on camera. Okay, there's that. Then when Heather is confronted and is like, I didn't personally say any of these specific things. Tamra's like, "Uh, oh, you're calling me a liar. And I'm like, okay, so Tamra, you see what you did? You are so involved that when it didn't go your way, now you're mad that you're being called a liar. Like, that's just wild to me. You tried to stir something up and Heather was able to negate it. And now you're mad that she's calling you a liar. Why did you get involved in the first place? And by the way, were you not talking so much shit about Shannon's relationship at the top of this season? Yep, Tamra. So I don't
0: want to hear it. I think I it. Tamara's not even upset. I think she's acting the whole time. I feel 100%. like- 100%. When she went back to the table at one point and was like, now why am I in it? It's like, oh. Oh. When she is, said that- She used to be so much better at producing. Agreed. And Agreed. Not, it, now it's too obvious and it's Agreed. messy and it's crazy. I agree. But agree. The revelations about John not ever spending the night at Shannon's house. She doesn't stay there because he's got a 20-year-old son. I'm sorry, why can she not stay at his house when yeah, there's like, a 20-year-old the, son? Is it because like, her kids are at home? and? Oh, wait. Do his kids hate her? Isn't that the thing? One of them want the I daughter be- and the Shannon to get along. That's enough to end a relationship. If you want to be with this person long term and you say, oh, he's wonderful. He's so great to me. He's good to my kids. What about his kids? Because Boom. that matters. As yes, adults, girl. it matters sometimes, even not more, but like y- you yeah. take it into account more because they're giving you an adult opinion, not a child opinion. Right? Right? Yeah. Totally. My dad got yeah. married, you know, and I luckily really like my stepmom. I do feel if I strongly had an opinion that he wouldn't go forward with it. Oh, but we see? both trust each other. Right? Mm-hmm. So. And my brother, you know, like we, I trust that he, he's two for two. (laughs) My mom is awesome. My stepmom's awesome. Well, that's so cute. Yeah. I would
1: also love to know what the issue is. Like, all I want to know is the inner workings of that relationship. So
0: there's that thing. There's also apparently that he has commented that he thinks she's fat and unattractive. Fuck him. That when Emily said that, that is like. And she cried. Emily has such a big heart. I like Emily a lot. A lot. A lot. And it's hard for me because I know she has these QAnon sort of leanings. (laughs) um, But I do think she's like lovely. She knows how to have a good time and she cares and she's great on camera and all of that. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But these revelations are not great. They're pretty Mm -mm. bad.
1: Mm -hmm. You know? And that's only one time. That's only one time that um, we've we've heard about, you know, like Emily How only got one yeah. or two phone calls from her. I'm sure there are countless examples like that. And it's just sad that Shannon still doesn't have the self-worth to know, like, this guy fucking sucks. Treats, You know, you should be treated like a queen. And clearly she's being told that she's the problem. She's not. What's interesting about Shannon's drinking this season is... I don't know if it's intentional but she's I think I don't think she's getting as drunk this I don't season. think so either. Tamara is every fucking time we see. Tamara, it's like immediate cuz she doesn't real she doesn't drink in real life in her normal day to day. She doesn't eat. Yeah, she doesn't eat. She's so tiny, she's so fit, <laughs> she's, she's, she's so all small. like muscle. Yeah. She has like one glass of champagne and she's, she's- drunk and then she keeps drinking tequila.
0: Oh, my girl. God.
1: And that her eyes get all droopy and like one eye's bigger than the other. <laughs> I'm just like, girl, you look crazy. Like at the at Nobu, it's like she they didn't even this. This cracked me up. There's a scene. There's a part at Nobu where they've had like the napkins been thrown. They're about to they to kind of wrap things up. And Tamara has pulled a chair over to Gina And she's like, her eyes are like closed. She's trying to listen. And then she starts talking to Gina, but they don't even bother showing us that audio. They don't give us any of that because I'm sure she just wasn't even making sense at that point. I don't even know how she remembers any of it that happens. Like she just looks like she's blackout within 20
0: minutes. (laughs) And I don't know if it's like, honest like she's like that drunk or she's like acting that drunk so that she can say later oh i didn't know or i was really drunk it's my fault that i'm sorry i didn't mean it like ugh, i she, agree she's she's giving me cringe and i was rough. really
1: excited for her return however she's she's it's necessary a, it's, she's still necessary right yeah. she's very like, necessary sh- she's bugging me but she's also like well it's kinda, she's
0: she's moving along a lot of story she so. is. Um, who was your favorite in terms of the dressing like each other? Okay.
1: The favorite would probably go to Shannon. Mm-hmm. I think Shannon committed and gave it to us. Um, I thought Taylor was she just wore a workout outfit. She like wore what she would wear to the gym. She's like, I'm Tamra. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what this is. Like, you don't look any like Tamara wouldn't even wear that. Uh so she was she was my my low point. I had no I if if uh Jen with two N's hadn't told us she was Taylor Armstrong, I would have
0: no clue who she was. I thought that was the funniest one though, because she was Taylor with the cat meme
1: yes 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 that yes. was but like, hilarious I, the wig on its own like i was like who are you okay you're taylor i also liked it was a very very little thing that they pointed out but they said that taylor's always at where the deck or whatever the deck. which is like a bar she's like always having a drink at the bar i'm like well that says a lot about taylor that she's like notorious for that oh my gosh taylor's fun I like her. I, I, I'm enjoying her. She's. I actually don't need too much more of her either. I kind of like her in this role. Also, Vicky, I don't want them to promote her back to full-time. She's great as friend of. She's
0: great as friend of. She seems so much lighter. I also think this relationship is maybe finally the one that's, like, healthy after being in really unhealthy relationships for, like, 10, 11 years. You know, this guy doesn't seem to want to be famous. He's not talking to the press. They've mm-hmm, been together mm-hmm. for a year and a half. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, this might mm-hmm. be nice. She just seems lighter and not as angry and just kind of like there and she really empathizes with shannon because she has been shannon she's been shannon if anyone knows.
1: knows if anyone's gonna say not to talk about relationships it's vicky with brooks as her ex where we spent like years trying to tell tell vicky to leave him she's like nobody knows anything about relationships it's the only downfall i think to that is that shannon doesn't need any other people like encouraging her just to pretend her relationship is good like vicky would turn a blind eye even if she found out all those awful things because vicky has a horrible track record with like letting men treat her like shit
0: but i also feel like you can only do so much you could ask your friend how does it make you feel when he says these things Mm -hmm. do you feel like it's it's worth it to be in this relationship Mm -hmm. you know that those kinds of questions but at the end of the day you can't like tell an adult what to do totally they're going to do and what they want to do especially if they're going to
1: stay with their man you don't want to say too much bad stuff because then right you become like not a safe place for them to go to right and then they stop telling you anything and you're like uh-oh that's when it's that's when it's dangerous when
0: yeah. they stop talking
1: about it at all that's when i was in a horrible relationship for 7 years and i stopped talking about it completely so when we broke up people were like i didn't even know you guys had issues I'm like cuz i didn't say anything to anyone for the last 3 years that's a bad sign.
0: That's a really bad sign. Because mm-hmm.
1: you know, if you tell the story of what happened to someone else, you know the look they're going to give you. Like, the next question should be, so you're leaving him, right? So you yeah. don't say that because you don't want to hear that. Like, you he- you know what it is. So that's where Shannon is, where she's, like, no man should ever, ever call their girlfriend fat and unattractive.
0: It's like, like if you're so fat and unattractive, dead. why are you dating her? She's yeah. like, you clearly like her and find her attractive mm-hmm. like this is so yeah like
1: right that that alone is like and eh, we're done but shannon has not enough self-worth and she has put some weight back on she's lost it recently but she you can see at this point in time she was back to not feeling comfortable in her body and that's such a real experience for women It is,
0: and it's like she also looks gorgeous mm-hmm. it's, it's the fact that tamra is so small and heather mm-hmm. is so small that the rest mm-hmm. of them like, they're not big. Emily's not big. Like, I know Emily's lost a lot of weight. And well, she's, like, and now she really... looks fucking amazing. She does, but she looks amazing in the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. I would do anything for her hair and her ass. Oh, my God. Her hair? Her hair is the her best hair. Her hair is ridiculous. There's it's so like, much of it. It's gorgeous. I know. It's, like, not frizzy. It really Like, is. my hair is frizzy, and it's just, hers just looks so luscious. And she's beautiful, like she's her, like gorgeous. one of the most
1: gorgeous faces I've we've seen ever. I yeah, Emily. I I actually wasn't big on Emily for a while, and someone ex- someone said I think what it was is that Emily got looped in with Gina. Yeah, and so it's like, but now I just I think
0: Emily is my favorite on the show at at this point in time. She's definitely the most honest, like mm-hmm. she shares her real life and she says what she's really thinking about the others mm-hmm. to their face, to their face. And they all get mad at her, but I think she's been the most truthful. Now, before we wrap up, I do want to quickly touch on Atlanta. Okay. I know this season hasn't been as great as seasons prior, but what did you think about Cynthia and LaToya making a cameo this episode? Cynthia looked better than ever. Honestly, she looked
1: so, so good. Um, I... Okay, so I cover Atlanta with my friend Ke- with Kendrick, you know, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was struggling with this season because how do I put this? It feels like Kenya is not really interested in playing the game anymore. I and it and, and Candy doesn't want to play with Marlo and that's the only person that really wants to go for Candy. It's just been it's been a tricky season. Like I want I I can't I don't want to talk too much shit about it because I really do love Atlanta and I don't. I think if we brought back like Portia
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if we could, I mean if if it were, it could happen Nini, but I don't think it can happen like legally. I don't know. Uh, but it just like they just need to bring back some powerhouses to go for Kenya and Candy because. Kenya doesn't like Courtney's trying to come for Kenya and she's just like blah 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 and I kind of feel bad for Courtney a little bit because she I mean it's not her fault she was brought on the show and like she's trying to interact with people and Kenya's just like not having it but she came on and she that thirsty thing we're trying to start shit with candy yes like what are you doing going for candy like she's not but I mean it gave us a really funny scene like I will I'll never stop laughing at her saying I'm gonna headbutt this bitch like (laughs) all sincerity it's like a weird it's like a weird line but bringing Latoya back, they, I mean, I don't know. I don't really love Latoya. I think she's very confusing. I got confused because it originally, it seemed like she was saying they didn't kiss. And then throughout the conversation at the peach party, at one point, she goes to Drew, do you believe K- Candy is a genuine, honest person? And Drew's like, yes. She's like, well, then when she says she saw us kiss, why don't you believe that?
0: And I was like, so wait a minute. Yeah, I... Ki- I think they did kiss and Drew is blowing this up into something way bigger because either I think of religious reasons or Mm -hmm. because she thinks it could be used against her in a divorce proceeding. Oh, yeah. That was Tom Hamlet that came up with that. Not me. (laughs) Go, Tom. Yeah, that's a good one. He's like, I think she was already planning to leave him.
1: Yeah, because her confessionals are getting pretty honest I about think the those relationship. those confessionals, though,
0: were filmed after they after. broke up. And so she's just really not good at going back into mm-hmm. where she was in the moment that they filmed. Mm-hmm. And so she's just, like, making it seem like, oh, yeah, I was, like, not trusting him when he was in Vegas. It's like, you didn't really say anything to the girls about it. You didn't no, say anything you didn't. in real time. Mm-hmm. so now you're going back are you rewriting the story is this what you were really thinking but you mm, just like, didn't want to come out and say it i don't know but i think they kissed i don't think it's a big deal i think it's not a big deal i think marlo needs to be demoted back to friend of i agree or I gone entirely and i feel bad saying matt but she went below the belt with Kenya and Candy, like two below the belt, like talking about Kenya's daughter and how her daughter came to be mm-hmm. and like all of that stuff is is not something you need to bring up. And it's Do you think do you think that this is at least my take. Do you think they protect Marlo, like
1: Bravo protects Marlo a bit? Like they, not necessarily. they
0: kept out, like they
1: kept out the stuff that she said about Kenya's daughter. Like when they were like last season I think they're protecting the f-
0: Kenya. Oh. Okay. But they kept Kenya's part in because it was her telling of it. So she could control what was shared. Oh. I think they're like, "We'll only share what you're comfortable with because it's about a oh, minor." You know? Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Well, when but when Kenya went on Candy's speak on it, she didn't seem like she was happy about the edit.
0: Oh. Hmm. Maybe they're
1: not protecting anyone. Maybe they're just... <laughs> I. Th- to me, they, it feels like they do protect Marlo. Like, they're giving her a great edit this season with showing her on these dates and, like, really feeding into this very obvious just-for-camera storyline relationship. Um, I'm just not
0: interested. It's, I'm not buying it. Are other people no buying one's it? Bu- who, like, so then, are you crazy? Like, what are just we doing I else. I think she was the one that was willing to show up the most, but no one wanted to engage with her. And oh like she, that's a good take right like Ooh. no one wants to fight with her because she goes below the belt yes and just she goes so low totally trying to hmm. go after Candy's business make it seem like she creates an environment where people are going to shoot each other I mean come on it's and it's 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 too much and it's too nasty and it's not fun, shade, and it's not fun mm-hmm. fighting. It's not even like I a. She's not even like a worthy opponent. So they don't. So then we have Candy and Kenya not exactly, showing up in exactly. the way they need to, and they, what, I think they need saying. to remove Marlo mm-hmm. to make that happen or to drastically because they don't want to play with her, and I don't. it's no. like I,
1: I don't blame it, and they so it kind of like now they just are sort of showing up. It just feels like and like doing their part to just like physically be there. But I'm like, let's get someone who would really get them going in a powerhouse like Portia in a dream world nini too. That what would be about killer. Kim, Kim Zolsiak Beerman. Well, I'm just I don't like giving her any more of a platform. That's my only
0: issue. I don't know much about her. I feel like I She started a fucking fake church. What? Yes. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What? <Yes. laughs> She started, it was, I don't know if it was an actual
1: church or if it was like one of those self-helpy guru-y type things, but people were spending money on it and it was like nothing. Like it was like a maybe a course or something. That's I like need to like. That's better housewives,
0: faster. though. Like that's
1: No, 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 no. This was this was different. No, no, no. No one has done that. It was not like a It was like it was, an MLM sort of a situation. Mm, no, it was no. like worship us. It was very, it was very problematic. It was very like. I would have to google it to see exactly what it was. But people were coming out left and right with like horrible advice they were being given by her because she was like their like
0: spiritual guide. Why would guide. you sign up for her to be your spiritual guide? Like I blame the people that sign up. I'm sorry. Like Thank you. You can't call the Consumer Protection Bureau about this. <laughs>
1: They're like you signed up to get Kim Zolciak Bierman to be your guide. Yeah.
0: Like um, read the terms and conditions in fine print. Thank you.
1: I don't know. It, like, if we brought her back, would she show up to work and give us reality? Because she's so good at, like, hiding stuff. But if she others gave us would real bring it up. Shit, but then she runs away. Oh, yeah. She always takes her You're mic right. off and walks off. I'm like, okay, great. Glad you showed up. That's the only thing, is that she's she doesn't want to actually be honest.
0: Maybe as a friend of. So they just have her for, like, a few episodes. I don't know. I feel like she stirs up things in The Other women. That I yeah, find. like candy. Yeah, I find it interesting to watch them be frustrated with her. But when
1: we got that from her a couple seasons ago, it was like, it was just obvious what she did. Like, she came in, she tried to talk some shit, and because she's friend of, they don't get to go back and go after yeah. her enough. So if you bring her back, then bring her on full time so they can right. attack her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't so, know yeah Something i can go with kim zolciak yeah, i could
1: go with that for sure but
0: the best casting they've done in the last five years is drew drew I is agree. the future of the franchise
1: i'm so glad you say that because i know people can't stand drew but i'm like she's just ridiculous and she's really bad at lying about her life like yes she lies about her life but she's so bad at it but that it, we know she's we lying know
0: she's lying and so <laughs> it's actually fun to watch because you're like yeah. okay when is she finally gonna <laughs> tell us the truth and she's starting and the she, to like,
1: the mental gymnastics that she'll do to like avoid it it's impressive
0: <laughs> I, like when she's trying to yeah. say that
1: Candy was Candy was fantasizing that's why she thought she saw them kiss I'm like wow I don't your
0: brain your brain works she in learned from Ralph race.
1: A hundred percent. Because
0: he's always like actually gaslighting her, uh-huh. like making her question her reality. And then now she's making everyone else question their reality. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see what you saw.
1: <laughs> and, and that that actually was a funny soundbite for Marlo. She's like, I'm 80 percent. They're like, why 80? She's like, I don't know. Drew's got me all confused. Like now even I don't know. So that Drew is funny for that reason and she does with even if she doesn't want to she does show us her whole life she's just really bad at like producing herself which is
0: why it's good i would want cynthia to come back as a friend of and i open up totally about agree. her marriage because i want to know totally. why it ended she has not spoken about that
1: i'm right there with you I would like that,
0: too. And I can I know that's why Cynthia doesn't
1: want to come back full time. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. But I was like, oh, she was so close. And Candy even was like, I know you don't want to talk about it because I'm sure Cynthia was like, do not bring it up on camera.
0: It's like, how can you not? You're back in (gasps) town because you're getting divorced. It had to have been cheating. Right think so but wasn't he didn't he always have a problem with cheating and wasn't that brought up in their like lead up to the wedding and she was like I'm so special it's gonna be different I don't know also to have that big of a wedding Mm -hmm. for a second marriage that like it I would be (laughs) I'd kind of be like I can't believe I showed up and got you a gift and you're like broken up a year later." And that I risk getting COVID. It was like at like the height of like It was like the height of, the, of COVID. It was one of the like times where everyone was getting sick. And it's just And like, wasn't
1: didn't it end up being like a super spreader? Didn't like a bunch of people a bunch get of people, get COVID people I, from the wedding? Probably. <laughs> yes. I remember. It was just that was like, when they all uh, had the clear masks
0: on. Like it was very nothing. COVID.
1: Yeah. And I feel like afterwards it turned out like ten people got COVID.
0: Um, which is actually nothing the long compared kind. to
1: like, oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not, oh, the, not the
1: kind now that's like a little bit of a cold, but like that, the, the, the bad, bad one.
0: Yeah. The
1: yeah. Scary it's, COVID.
0: It's definitely it just that's a choice to have a wedding during that time. And especially if it's your second, it's like you've done this before. Right. You know, you've got you've had like the magical on camera wedding you know that nearly killed your family your marriage everything and then now you're doing it again i don't know i that made me feel like and so she's like oh because i'm a whatever her sign is i just you know you know me i believe in love and i'm like and stop i'm a pisces myself (laughs) and i'm sorry i'm like that's not a general through line
1: for all of us so you can take that back right now
0: It's just like, don't use that as an excuse for not thinking things through or or refusing to accept the fact that maybe it wouldn't work out. The best indicator of future behavior is past behavior. Right. So that's why people are saying this to Jen on OC, although I find it interesting that Jen's friend thinks Ryan's good for her. So I'm like, maybe Tamara's selling us a narrative that isn't accurate. Yeah, I genuinely
1: think that the Heather Amin chick that i think that she secretly even even subconsciously had a crush on ryan because you know she was like his sister he's like my brother and it's like he was the notorious womanizer and i think there was a part of her that like thought she would be the one that would change him or something it's the worst right but like never would have said that out loud because that was probably a pipe dream like no one's gonna tame ryan And then Jen tames Ryan. Yeah, she's jealous. She's just jealous. And it kind of even feels like Tamra is too. Because I know Tamra and Eddie are so happy. That is not even a question. But there's still something about being able to flirt with someone and just like have that attention that I think even she was a little jealous. Because if she found out that Ryan said, I'm going to fuck her, I honestly think that. Camera was flattered. I do originally. too. Which is like. And now she's yeah. pulling it off. Like, can you believe? I'm like, girl, I think you liked it. So be quiet. <laughs> so I think that's what that is. Cynthia was on Jeff Lewis kind of recently too. And I just, this is the part about Cynthia that I wish she would get out of. All she talks about is finding a man. It was the entire episode was like how to date, how to get a guy. She's so sad about it. I'm like, just be alone for a little bit. I don't know. She feels like she's still very lost to me, but. That's also kind of fun
0: to watch. Very true. Most of these women are a little lost. Yeah, that's a good point. We all Fair. kind of are a little lost. <laughs> yes, I'm a complete mess. I say that's my tagline. <laughs> so, well, Emily, thank you so much for being on the podcast oh again. God, thank you for having me. Yeah, tell everyone where they can find you: your YouTube channel, your podcast, all your social media. Okay, so follow me on social media at She Speaks
1: Bravo, and the podcast is She Speaks Bravo, available everywhere, and there's also a YouTube channel for that as well. And I have another podcast, She Speaks It All, about everything non-Bravo related that I watch, which is quite a hefty load. That so far is just uh, audio. I haven't ventured into the YouTube channel yet,
0: but you can follow that on Instagram as well at She Speaks it All Pod. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. We'll definitely have to chat again. You're I'm going to have you my- on mine soon. Yes, I would love that. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. so fun to – um, and it's just so funny that you like keep track of all of the Bravo gossip and I keep track of none except for the fact that Dennis and Michael Cohen were BFFs. I'm sorry. That's some
1: juicy <laughs> – I am like
0: – my mind is blown. Yeah. But I-
1: <laughs> and that he was why Michael – I'm I'm sorry. I believe you. The that's what I that think. He was
0: why – Michael Cohen switched it up. To switch like that, something drastic had to happen in your life. You were spot on. You had to have like a (laughs) moment with God, you know? I think that if you were to ask him, he'd be like, Yeah, the death of my really good friend. You'd be like, I
1: knew it. I knew it. (laughs) We can validate this for you, I'm sure. Like, yes, I, you are right. <laughs> no officially. one's been listening. <laughs> no, Mandy's right, you guys. Mandy's <laughs> absolutely right. This is fact now. Okay, spread
0: it around. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. We'll have a wonderful rest of your day. And you too. We will chat soon. Okay. Bye.